Baltimore Sports and Life is dedicated to analysis and discussion on the Baltimore Orioles, Baltimore Ravens, and the University of Maryland. The site has a team of writers providing coverage of those teams and houses live streaming content weekly. Join the conversations on the message board, like BSL on Facebook, and follow BSL on Twitter. Welcome in, Sports Tonight, December 7th, here with BSL NFL analyst Sid Seraph. To talk about uh, week 14 in the NFL, Sid, the Niners, uh, they destroyed the Eagles in Philly this past week. Did we learn more about San Francisco or the Eagles? Uh, you and I are of like minds on this. <clears throat> we already felt that San Francisco was the best team in the league, and we had those thoughts confirmed uh, on Sunday. And I think we learned more about the Eagles, just that their passing game just isn't where it should be. And They've been living off the running game and Jalen Hurts making uh, plays outside of the pocket and with his legs. And it was uh, interesting. I read this week about how the 49ers game plan going in was not to really go go after sacks. Their their attitude was let's limit Jalen Hurts' running ability because that's where he kills teams. They did that and they wound up getting coverage sacks and coverage pressures. And it was just really impressive to see. And even if Philly had been able to move the ball, which they couldn't, uh, their defense couldn't get any stops. I mean, they looked bad. San Francisco did exactly what they wanted on Sunday. It was really impressive to see, especially on the road. Uh, it was, and also, uh, don't let me uh, forget, Brock Purdy was was outstanding. Any doubts that I had, all my annoying qualms about him are out the window. I give. I was wrong. He's doing great, and uh, all all the power to him. There's always going to be some Brock doubt is he just a system guy or whatever but he's working fine within the system and, and, and you know he's making every play you want and he's not really even just a uh little check down guy he makes he, he makes some plays <laughs> and um you know the Eagles um maybe they were a bit tired there's a long stretch for them Kansas City, Buffalo, and I guess Dallas prior to that. And they had uh, they had played well through that run, so I'm not surprised. Maybe they hit a wall. But that game got way away from them, uh, and they were really controlled by by San Francisco. There were some real questions there. If you, uh, you play that out again, I'm sure it's tighter, but I'm not sure how Philly wins. Um, that's what I came out thinking. <laughs> like. Yeah, and that that was the the really disturbing part was the, the the defense. I mean, you can have a bad day on offense, but and you know, listen, but they gave up forty points. That that was bad, you know. At home with a lot of talk, so yeah, yeah. it was uh, <laughs> exactly a lot of yeah. a lot of chippiness in that game. But uh, Miami, uh, they also put up uh, forty plus at Washington. Kansas City lost at Green Bay. Uh, you've elevated the Dolphins to five and dropped the Chiefs to six in your power rankings. But you also noted in your rankings you aren't buying Miami as a Super Bowl contender. So just ask you to expand on your thoughts of these two. Yeah, and uh, not to make Mike McDaniel unhappy because he's been making snarky comments a lot about this lately. But I, I'm just, I have to keep bringing it up. Who have they beaten this season? I, and I wrote them down. This is who their wins are against. They got they beat the Chargers, the Patriots twice, Broncos, Giants, Panthers, Raiders, Jets, and Commanders. And then uh, the quality teams they played, the Bills, Eagles, and Chiefs, all losses. So, I mean, yeah, and while they got that uh, win at DC, they, they're 
their overall numbers have been really uh, disparate between home and road. So exactly. uh, something yeah. to watch as well. Yeah, and the commanders are kind of – they're sliding downhill. They were competitive a little bit earlier in the year, but they, they just don't have a lot of – they don't have enough talent, you know. But, uh, you know, listen, I, that was the only reason why I have my doubts. I, I Again, they played the Chiefs close, but that was a weird game. It was in Germany. They had a turnover. And uh, maybe, you know, if they had, you know didn't have that one fumble that was returned for a touchdown, maybe they would have won that game. I don't know. But it's an easy thing to sort of point to. Uh, but it was funny. I was reading a piece from Chris Perkins on the Sun Sentinel, and, and he he said it, I think, kind of summed it up best. There's like top tier in the league, and he puts the Eagles, Niners, and Chiefs in there. And he has – Chris Perkins has the Dolphins in that next tier with the Ravens, the Cowboys. And he put the Lions in there. I don't know if I'm necessarily ready to put them there, but I would put the Dolphins in that group definitely for sure. But as far as the Chiefs – uh, you know, I've just spent all this time now criticizing the Dolphins' wins. Let's look at the Chiefs' wins. Look, let's see who they've beaten. They beat the Jags. That's a good one, right? Bears, Jets, Vikings, Broncos, Chargers, Chargers, excuse me, Raiders, and then their one good win is the Dolphins. And their losses have been to the Lions, Broncos, Eagles, and now the Packers. Put a pin in that. We're going to come back to that in a second. But uh, it was – they're, what's what's going to matter with them in the playoffs is they're not good at stopping the run on defense as good as they are as an overall unit, and they don't force turnovers. And that's usually what gets you over the hump in the postseason. And also what's really going to uh, be an issue is if they don't get that number one seed because if that means a roll to the Super Bowl doesn't go through Kansas City, that's going to be an issue for them because that's a big thing in the postseason is having games at Arrowhead. And if they have to go on the road, I don't know if I like their chances. Yeah, going on the road, it's another game as well, uh, you know, just to get through. Uh, and even if you expect that they win that uh, first super wild card game, it's another, it's just another game on the schedule. Uh, uh, and the Chiefs, I still put them, you know, I'll agree with the guy from the Sun Sentinel to me, they're still in that top echelon, but. They are vulnerable enough. Uh, you know, you know the offense has still been – you look at the overall numbers, the offense has still been better than most people perceive. But there's some vulnerability there. And, I, you know, what you're pointing out with, uh, you know, with the defense as well, I mean, that, that's interesting. It's um, – I wasn't shocked that they lost at Green Bay. You know, a lot of people lose it at uh, Lambeau. But – Yeah. But the uh, – there's just something missing. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, that that was a thing. A lot of people made a big deal on Monday and I hated it because I knew this was going to happen. It was going to be those kind of janky referee calls at the end of the game, but Kansas city wasn't good enough. They shouldn't have won that game. Right. They should have been bailed out by a ref call had it gone their way, you know, because they did not play well enough to win that game. And this is what I was going to say about green Bay. You're starting to look like a genius because remember you were all in on Green Bay before the season started, and I was mocking you. And now, look how far they've come. And Jordan Love is playing better. And listen, I don't know. You know, that I'm not saying there's. I mean, I mean, Love, Love looks good. He looks. I mean, I, I thought people were way too hard on, on him, given the the idea this was his his first year starting. I mean, he gained other experience as a professional, but this is first time actual. You know, 
uh, starting. And, you know, that experience has to be accumulated. Uh, as far as Green Bay, in the beginning of the year, I did. But we did a segment, you know, four or five weeks ago before their run of, like, yeah, not looking so good. So um, <laughs> I'm not going to take credit there. Uh, give them credit for uh, turning things around, though. But I, I was, I was going to go back to your, your earliest point there, really, about um, – uh, looking at who Miami and Kansas City have both beaten, and, and really it's, you know, you do have that core of teams at the top, but you have a lot of parity throughout the league, right? I mean, it, it's just, you know, there, there's only a couple of teams I, I I really consider actually good, and then there's a whole, whole bunch of teams that are capable on a given Sunday. <laughs> and if I, if I wanted to be that guy, I could say there's really only one. Yeah, I mean, really. I mean, There's really only one good team that I would pick in against anyone in, in the league, and that's the Niners. That's it. Yeah, you feel really comfortable. And I'll I'll say this as a you know the Ravens homer de facto. There's a lot of a lot of numbers out there that, that really point to the Ravens being an elite team, but having watched them all year. There's vulnerabilities there <laughs> as as well. Yeah, and San Francisco, a healthy San Francisco is the only team that I, I I'll agree with you that, that I completely buy in on. Huh? Like everybody, everybody else, I I have questions. Yeah, so. there's, there's questions yeah. for everyone. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we're talking about uh, kind of league wide parity and uh, not everybody being great. So let's get to the NFC South, Ugh. where someone has to win. Who's it going to be? Do have Tampa Bay at Atlanta this uh, this week? Well, I wrote about this um, a month or two ago. I think it was that where I said that the Falcons are, have the, basically the easiest path to the postseason, and it's still holding up. I, I don't want this to turn this into the breakdown the schedules podcast, but basically, it's just let's let, let's take a look at you know after this weekend. Obviously, they play each other, but you know after this week, the Falcons have they're at the Panthers, home against the Colts, at the Bears, at the Saints. Meanwhile, the Bucks after this weekend, they're at the Packers, tough place to win. They've got the Jags, another tough game. We'll we'll talk about them in a minute. And then home against the Saints, and then at the Panthers. I still think I like the, I like Atlanta's path a little easier, even though Indy's a tough game. That's going to be, but they have that one at home. So, uh, I'd like I, to like the Saints, but they keep uh, they keep killing I, me each week. Yeah, they're just you can't you don't know are you going to get yeah. I just can't – I can't get my brain around them, and I haven't been able to figure them out all season. So it's just kind of I, – I can't put any strong faith in them. I, again, this is sort of like, um, you know, we're grading on a curve here, so – and a bad curve at, at that. So I, I guess I'm going with the Falcons to win this division, but good Lord. Yeah, it should be a short stay for them in the playoffs, but, hey, they do get a ticket. So, as you mentioned, we'll talk about Jacksonville, who lost at home to Cincinnati Monday night. Trevor uh, Lawrence looked like he was uh, hurt. Uh, apologies, I didn't see the update, see how long he's looking to be out. But, um, yeah, my question there was, do you like the Jags to hold off uh, Houston in the South? No, I don't. I think the, I think the Texans got him. Uh Especially now with Trevor Lawrence's injury, uh, even though it turns out it's you know not as bad as it was once feared, but I mean they've got the Jags still have to play the Ravens. I mean, granted it's at home, and they have the Browns, which is not which is not easy. And the Texans have two games against the Titans, and at the Colts to wrap up the season. That's going to be a fun game. 
week 18. That could be that could decide a playoff spot or or division. Who knows? Uh, but they also have the Titans too. But then I think just think the Texans are red hot right now. Uh, the Jacks Jags are are a good team, but if Lawrence is going to miss a week or two, that's going to be a problem. Uh, I, I think uh, the Texans are, are in really good shape. They can make a run down the stretch and and uh, I think maybe knock off. I still think the Jags can make the playoffs, but that's going to be a really interesting division. Because you still got the Colts there; they're two. They're at seven and five too. So, this is yeah. Gonna... Uh, they've been on a run. Uh, it's it's not a division that overwhelms you, but unlike the NFC South, then you know they're uh, they, they're mostly good. <laughs> you know, yeah. they're, they're, they're whatever. Good. It was unexpected. <laughs> yeah, fun. There you go. That was the, the correct adjective. Yeah. Uh, two proud franchises going at it tonight. One of the ugliest matchups of the week. Uh, Respective Patriots and Steelers fan bases don't seem so happy with these days with Belichick and Tomlin. Uh, your take on these two? Uh, I don't know. I, I still, it's just so funny how fickle fan bases are. I mean, it was just a couple of years ago that the Patriots won a Super Bowl, you know, and, uh, and I mean, 20 years, I keep saying this over and over again 20 years, 10 Super Bowl appearances, seven Super Bowl wins. I, I mean, I get it that you're grumpy and grouchy in the fact that they – I mean, they do look bad. They're, they're terrible. And their their quarterback play is just god-awful. Mac Jones is clearly not the answer. Bailey Zappi is not going to be able – is not the guy. So, I mean, I could, I could get the, uh, the idea of not wanting him to be in charge – Belichick to be in charge of uh, the front office in the draft at, at this point given the – drafting results but this idea that i've seen in some circles like well you know he's just forgot how to coach or he can't connect i mean come on it's just like <laughs> it's just that's nonsense and, and like and everyone's like and that, i'll also push back on it it was all tom brady because i don't buy that either those first two super bowls that the patriots won and that that was not a tom brady team i mean yeah, he, he was, was yeah he was uh you know, the first one where he came off the off the bench replacing Bledsoe. I mean, that was uh, it was definitely a check down game manager. It really was true the second year as well, and and that lasted for some time. And then all all of a sudden, it was like, oh, Brady's putting up some relatively you know pretty big numbers. And it was like, you know, that was a, it was a change. But uh, even you know, all of Brady's success. It, I don't know. How do you not give Belichick his credit? <laughs> yeah, I mean there were a lot of one as well, and just it. <laughs> yeah, because there were there were a lot of you know great defenses that they had, and especially in the early going. I, I, but listen, I agree with you. I think personnel is probably not I, the thing. Is, is that he'll probably want to pick who the GM is or whoever is going to be making those decisions, so they can work together, kind of like one of those Pete Carroll, John Schneider. Yep. Uh, type things, which is fine, you know, because I just don't think I don't think he wants to quit. He's just one of those guys that loves it and is super into it. When I don't think you know they should really panic. And Mike Tomlin, I don't want to hear any criticism about him. As much as I've, you know, ragged on the Steelers this year, uh, he's he has carte blanche in that city and with that franchise. And granted, yeah, they're not good, but they're still seven and five. I don't understand how they're doing it. As as annoyed as I am with that, they're still what minus twenty three and point differential, and but it's it's going to be the case sometimes. And 
Kenny Pickett. It is funny listening to the, the, the fan bases, though. I mean, they, they just uh, – in Baltimore, you hear Harbaugh as well. But it, it, it's, you know, particularly Belichick. I mean, what more of a resume do you want? I mean, if the guy wants to still coach, I mean – he should have the ability to continue to coach. I mean, I think he should be able to leave when he wants. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was an article today, in the Ringer. Obviously, Sim- Bill Simmons. He was, wasn't the author, but uh, big Patriots fan himself. But they were talking about, you know, this has to be it for Belichick. And I'm thinking, yeah, does it? I mean, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not buying that. No, it's just I don't know. I, look, who knows? I, I I don't think he'll put up with many seasons like this. But uh, no, I mean, I mean, nobody gets unlimited rope uh, for, forever. But like, I don't know if the longer this has gone on this season, I would have thought you know maybe he would have just bowed out during the year if that was it. Or like you know something health otherwise. <laughs> you know, I'm leaving now, but. You're just going to continue to take L's each week, and you're not coming back. I'm not, you know, I, I think you'd want to go out on a uh, on a high note, yeah, you know, higher at note. Least, at least a playoff season, you know. At, at least have them back on stable ground, you know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's kind of fun for as a Baltimore fan having a uh, particular dislike for those two fan bases. But hey, good for them. Uh, the Ravens—they're hosting your Rams. LA's won the last. Three. What are you seeing from the Rams? Their offensive line has been really good. I mean, way about way above expectations. I mean, they were a dumpster fire at that along the line last year, mainly due to injuries. But uh, look, they've got a rookie guard, Steve Avila. He's been a revelation. Uh, left tackle, their Alaric Jackson. Uh, he got a game ball after the last game. He held Miles Garrett, who granted was you know injured, has dealing with some injury stuff, but held him without a sack. In fact, the entire offensive line held a good Browns defense without a sack and they have young players who are playing above their heads across the roster, which is, it's impressive. I mean, you know, I've mentioned Puka Nakua. They've got some young guys in the secondary. They've got young guys at linebacker on the defensive line. Kobe Turner has been great. Um, I mean, will that be enough to get him in the playoffs? I don't think so. I mean, their schedule is a little tough. I mean, especially they got the Ravens this week, but they still got to play the Niners too. But granted it's in week 18, but, they're going to need. Yeah, but it's, it, it's that fun season when you're not uh, expecting it, uh, and then they're being competitive each week, and uh, you put together a quality line, and all of a sudden Stafford's playing well again, right? And yep. It's, uh, you can protect your quarterback. Good things can happen, you know. So, and they're getting healthy now at the right time, so they'll be in a tough out down the stretch. And but they're going to need help. I mean, the Packers have the tiebreaker over them. The Vikings are still ahead of them. So, you know, they're going to need some help again. Unless stranger things have happened, but I don't think it's going to start this uh, this weekend. I think the Ravens uh, have got this one. Well, I think we started the year asking you what would have to happen for the Rams to make the playoffs. And then we also talked about, uh, hey, would Stafford possibly be traded, uh, you know, at the deadline? So they've got through that, and they've – whether they make the playoffs or not, they're putting together again a, a younger core that maybe has a, has a future and the season's been fun for you. That's all you're really looking for. Uh, I can't say I'm rooting for you this weekend, but it'll be, uh, you know, you like to see teams that continue to play, especially especially when they had no expectations. Exactly. Uh, um, 
So you did see Cleveland up front, the fighting fighting Joe Flacco's uh, <laughs> this past uh, weekend. They host uh, Jacksonville. We talked about the Jags, I guess, without Lawrence this weekend. So uh, can Jacksonville, Sands, Lawrence get that road win? And uh, just some thoughts on uh, Cleveland after seeing after you saw them up close this past week. Yeah, and looks the Jags have already said that they're they're not going to risk Trevor Lawrence for one game, which is the smart move uh, to make. Uh, why why push it? I mean, even though I mean, listen, when we saw that uh, uh, that that injury on Monday, I mean, it was like the way he was reacting, like you know, slamming his hand down and everything like that. And you were just kind of, it was a real bummer. I'm like, oh no, is he gone? Like, what's going to happen? You know. But, you know, he didn't practice yesterday, and uh, I mean, will that be, what, C.J. Beathard going uh, in this game, if that's the case? Um, but, listen, I thought seeing Joe Flacco uh, on – I thought he looked good. I mean, that game – I mean, yeah, it got lopsided towards the end. It was 36-19, but it, it was 20-19 to with like eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. He just managed to – he threw a bad pick, but that was kind of uh, – I don't really – really blame him. He, he was throwing the ball well. He was throwing it down the field. He was taking care of the football, the running game. There's a lot of quarterbacks in the league that he's still better than <laughs> that are playing, at least right now. <laughs> yeah, I, and I, when I actually felt a lot better about the Browns after that game. I'm like, okay, I like I, I like their chances down the stretch to, to stay in the playoff hunt. So I, I, like, I like Cleveland in this game, especially if Lawrence doesn't play. Yeah, Cleveland's defense, I saw that right before uh, the game – uh, versus Rams this past week, just showing their uh, home and road uh, differences uh, with the defense. And you know, defense has been elite at home and kind of not so great on the road. But um, I, I kind of agree with you with Flacco there. I feel better about their chances of uh, getting into the playoffs. And it's not about him having to play at any elite level. It's just, you know, if he can be a, a – uh, respectable caretaker, and it's not going to be, you know, there isn't a moment it's going to, going to be too big for him. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, we talked about San Francisco. They host Seattle this week. I think Seattle's uh, on their swan dive. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, uh, did you see what the spread was for, the, for this game? No, I missed that one. What was it? At least uh, Sunday night, I think it was 12 and a half, uh, uh, which was. That is vicious. Yeah, I think they're, they, they're, they're kind of circling the drain. I mean, they, they're on a three-game skid. They've lost four to their last five. And then that losing streak was the Rams, Niners, and Cowboys, and they still have to play the Eagles. Uh, they're in a lot of trouble. And, yeah, it just – it's. It's not a matter of, uh, like, as you pointed out with the betting line, it's not so much about what's going to happen as about how bad. And so it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, listen, it's a division game. I don't like to say that it's just going to be an embarrassment. but And who knows? Maybe San Francisco will be, like we talked about with the Eagles, They maybe they were a little deflated after a rough stretch. Maybe the Niners will come into this game taking it easy and thinking they can walk in the park. But, I don't really see that happening. That, that that team is too well coached, and they've got too much talent. I think this is going to be a pretty easy game. Good run from the Seahawks. I think they, you know, they put out put forth a you know good effort this season, but I think it's over. 
Uh, Seahawks had a number of pieces like to go forward yeah. with. Uh, um, I mean, depending on what you feel about Geno, I guess. But if you, again, if you're stacking all the quarterbacks in the league right now, he's probably somewhere in the in, in the middle, upper middle. Even though it feels like this was a step back from from uh, this past year, but uh, uh, maybe that's a state of where the quarterback play is overall in the league. Uh, Buffalo at Kansas City. Uh, last we saw Buffalo, they were losing at Philly. They uh, it was a really competitive game. Allen was great. Uh, we talked about Kansas City. Uh, both teams need this. Bills need it more. Who wins here? I like the Bills. Uh, they're coming off a bye, and they're they're desperate. They really they have to have this game because they're not in the playoff bubble right now. Uh, they're out of it. I think they're what I, I want to say they're the ninth seed at the moment. I, yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. Like, and uh, they've lost three out of their last four. Their problem is, you know, listen, all their losses have been close games. I mean, they've all been six points or less, all their all their losses. They're like the opposite of last year's Vikings who were, what, 11-0 in close games, and now the Bills, you know, when they win, they play well. They dominate games, and I think they they're gonna need to win this one because they still have to play the Cowboys and the Dolphins down the stretch. And after this game, Kansas City Kansas City has breathing room. You know, as much as that we were ragging on them, they still you know are well above five hundred and are going to make the playoffs. And after this game, they don't face a team with a winning record the rest of the way. I mean, they've got at Patriots home against the Raiders and Bengals, and then at Chargers to finish out the season. So. Um, no, it's a game. I mean, the only thing Kansas City needs here is for uh, seeding and also to just you know maybe start feeling a little bit better about about themselves overall. But um, the Bills, they actually need to win. The Bills team that lost to the Eagles. Uh, if Allen showed up shows up every week as that, that's a team that can still put fear into people. I mean, uh, like. I feel like they're missing a, a weapon or two, and obviously the defense had multiple injuries, but Josh Allen is one of the true difference makers in the league when he's playing at, at that level, and that gives him a chance. So it gets into a shootout. Uh, that'll be pretty interesting. So we'll yeah. see that there. Uh, and then we'll end with uh, Philly at Dallas. Um, you know, Philly's only lost two games over the year. They got a number of quality wins. Uh, they did beat Dallas earlier the year at home, but um, if they drop this game uh, to the Cowboys in Dallas, all of a sudden the, the East becomes a, a question there. Uh, uh, so uh, who wins and why? I think this is their slump. Uh, yep. Philadelphia's, I mean. Uh, every team usually has a little bit of a valley in the regular season. I think this is going to be theirs. They had that bad loss uh, at home against the Niners. And Dallas has been excellent at home, and they're playing really well. They're red hot. So I think they're going to go into Dallas. I think they're going to lose. Uh, but it's not the end of the world because then they'll be 10-3. and three, And if you want to be able to get your confidence back up, look at the rest of their schedule. I mean, they've got the Seahawks, the Giants twice, and the Cardinals. That's a good way, that's a good way to uh, get your mojo back before the playoffs start. So I'm not – I mean, I think they're going to lose. I don't think it's going to be that bad. Uh but Dak is playing really, really well. I think they're going to show out really, really well because we, uh, like I was mentioning before about the Dolphins, the Cowboys haven't beaten anybody with the, uh, what you would call an elite team uh, this year either. So 
I so, think that they're like uh, Dallas this weekend, and you like you mentioned Philly's uh, schedule to close out. Does uh, does Philly still win the East uh, if they uh, if they lose this? I don't know. That's uh, I still like them uh, to win the division. I still do, but man, that'll be fun down the stretch. Because wait, hold on, let me pull up uh, Dallas's schedule. Uh, give me one second. Let's see who. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because the, the Cowboys schedule is rough. I remember now. Because after this one, then they go at Buffalo, at Miami, home against Detroit, and then at the Commanders. So yeah. that's that's a rough one. Yeah, it feels like at least one loss in, in, in there, in that stretch. Uh, and still, uh, you know, winning the East, uh, you know. Obviously, we've talked about it enough. We're going to keep saying it. Everything's going to go through San Francisco, but what you want to avoid is having the, you know, two games versus, uh, you know, having to beat your divisional foe and then having to beat uh, beat San Francisco to get through to the uh, Super Bowl there. So, yeah, I, I, I think it's a really good point you, you made about Philly and their closing schedule because you can you can hear the headlines already what it's going to be if Dallas gets this W Sunday but Philly has a chance to kind of uh, overcome that and uh, you know finish strong and gather some steam and try and find a way to slow down San Francisco should they meet again but but that would be amazing like if we actually got like back to back weeks we got uh, the Eagles and the Cowboys having to go to uh uh, San Francisco and back-to-back uh, -back weeks and play games there. I mean, how that's just like awesome football. Like that, that's um, appointment television. That's exactly what we want to see. And the Niners will get their these guys at home. And and I predict that they are going to get to the Super Bowl. I don't know if we're getting ahead of ourselves, but that's that's how I see it. Uh, with respect to uh, Detroit, there is the fourth seed or well, third or fourth seed, and then the. Uh, remainder of the NSC, I think they all can just stay home. I don't really think there's a no. – <laughs> they really need to – like uh, I think it's pretty clear who's winning those uh, first, uh, you know, first round there, the, the NFC playoffs. AFC is a little bit more interesting, but we'll see. Uh, enjoy your Rams this weekend. Not too much. Uh, don't give it to us. If it gets a scare into the fourth quarter, that'll be annoying. We've seen the uh, Ravens cough up uh, – Three fourth quarter leads can't have another. Uh, need to put your Rams away early enough that it's. Uh, uh, I would not, prefer that. I would prefer that actually. Just not uh, heart palpitation uh, Sunday for me. So yeah, I, I won't need that. Like, <laughs> let's, let's get this wrap this up by halftime. I'll be I'll be like, okay, good. I can watch something else. I think they'll uh, be be pushed. I mean, you mentioned the offensive line uh, uh, playing well, so that's kind of something that, for me to watch. Which is, see how the, uh, the Ravens match up uh, with their front. Can they get uh, some push, get Stafford there into the pocket? And, uh, well, enjoy it. Enjoy the games. We'll be back next week, week 15. Like we said, mid-December already. We're just flying by, man. All right. Have a good one. Take you care. Too, man. Take care.